Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. Larry and the Your Family Bank team seek to educate Americans just like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a show full of economic news and financial information affecting your bottom line. Larry wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Larry McLean. All right. Hey, everyone. Larry McLean, Your Family Bank Show. We appreciate uh, you listening and tuning in to us. I've got uh, our producer, Matt McClure, on on with us today, and he's going to help us with our very first podcast. So we're excited about it today. It's about Your Family Bank and what Your Family Bank can do for you. Uh, You can, uh, first of all, uh, we're located in St. Augustine, Florida, uh, here outside of Jacksonville, Florida, at the World Golf Village is where our offices are. And that's where we're coming to you today from. Uh, our website is yourfamilybank.org, yourfamilybank.org. And you can uh, get some information about Your Family Bank on our website there. Um, but, you know, we, we want to talk today a little bit about what Your Family Bank is, what we're able to do for our clients and, and helping people have a great retirement. So, so uh, kind of that's what we'll talk about a little bit. And I'll let Matt jump in, too as we go and he can ask some questions and we'll just have a good time together guys. <laughs> yeah, the, it's going to be good. I'm excited to get things rolling here. Larry, we've been kind of in the planning stages of this for quite a while and getting the, yeah. uh, you know, everything off and running here is, is exciting. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited to be a part of about a, a part of it rather. So tell the, the listeners if uh, folks are, are tuning in, are, are listening to the podcast, and by the way, folks, you can get us wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, iHeart, all the all the biggies there. You can find us on, on those services. Um, if they're listening to the podcast today, Larry, and they don't know what Your Family Bank is, um, talk about, in a nutshell, what Your Family Bank is and what you do. Yeah, so Your Family Bank's not a bank in, in the sense of a bank down the street. It's a concept of banking, if you will. And Your Family Bank, we ask, you know, Matt, basically we ask two questions to people. The first question is, are you 100% sure you're going to have a great retirement or do you have some doubt? Now, I can tell you that we've asked that question thousands and thousands and thousands of times. And we always get the same answer in most cases, and they have doubt. Uh, and, and, and that's true across America, right? The second question we ask, and, and we say, you know, if we can show you how to get out of debt, or my company can in nine years or less, including your mortgage without spending any additional money than you're spending right now, would you do that if you could? And Matt, again, I can tell you that, that the people that we talk to, uh, they want to be debt free. They want to be able to get out of debt and, and, and make that transition to a great retirement. And that's pretty much our basis of your family bank, it just creates wealth. Sometimes I, I get the question, so Larry, what do you do? And I say, well, we make millionaires because here's what I can tell you. If you can take all the all the interest that you're paying uh, to your mortgage company, credit card companies, uh, student loan situations, people that you owe, IRS, any of those interest rate, and you can put that interest back in your pocket, back in your account, 
it's going to create you to be actually in, in, in most cases over that same period, it would take you to get out of debt. You will have over a million dollars, not, not every person, but most people are going to have, have a million dollars or more in their retirement. So that's exciting in itself by itself. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that is because, you know, I think one thing that kind of gets lost on people a lot of the time is they say, well, oh, you know, I'm paying, uh, you know, certain, certain interest rate on my car loan or my, you know, my mortgage or whatever. And then I'm paying another interest rate, usually much higher on my credit card debt or, or, you know, maybe personal loans, that kind of thing. But especially with credit card debt, if you carry that balance over, that interest just compounds and then you're paying interest on top of interest on top of interest. And then it's you, you find yourself in just a, a big hole that can be difficult to get out of. But if you're able to instead of putting that money in the credit card company's pocket, if you're able to put it in your pocket, boy, that that sounds like a good deal for for most people. Yeah, you know, I mean, and and I'm telling I'm telling you, most people in, and, and I've trained thousands, thousands of advisors, OK, CPAs, attorneys. Uh, certified financial planners, uh, registered investment advisor, you name it, I've trained them. And here's what I can tell you, categorically across all avenues of all of those CPAs, all those people, they don't understand how interest uh, uh, that you pay affects your retirement. They really don't. And the one thing I found is that most people can't retire. It's not because they don't have enough money, Matt. It's not because um, uh, their job or whatever the case may be. It really comes down to debt and what they're paying. It, it's a funny thing because, you know, people that are retired today, and when I talk about people that are retired, people that are absolutely retired today, 65% of them, Matt, carry mortgage interest and credit card interest uh, into retirement. What if what if we could retire that that credit card interest and their mortgage? And you and you brought something up, Matt, and this is this is crazy. And this is one of the things that that we teach our clients and and show people is this. People even think like, gosh, Larry, I've got a three and a half percent mortgage. I'm I'm really, really I'm doing good. And and off the off the surface, I agree with that. But the problem with that is that most people don't understand you're not paying three and a half percent or four percent or five percent. In most cases, in, in the first 10 years, you're paying about 70 percent interest which I know that sounds crazy, but I can back that up and prove it. And then the next 10 years, you're paying like 58%, right? In, in, in that situation. Yeah. So it gets you 15 years down, you're, you're still paying 34%. It gets all the way down to the 28th year, actually, before you actually pay in what they say you're paying at 3.2 or four and a half or 5% or whatever the case may be in regards to it. It makes a huge difference in regards to that. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. And and like you say, there's so much that people don't realize about the debt that they carry and how they pay for it. Cause obviously it, that debt is not, <laughs> it's not free. Um, you know, there's it, uh, banks and mortgage companies and, and uh, you know, the credit card companies they aren't just give, in the business of giving out free money. We're paying for it. And a lot of times we're paying a lot more than we think we are. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I saw a YouTube on Warren Buffett not too long ago and and you know Warren Buffett's probably most the renowned investor in the country. It's the fifth largest or fifth richest man in the world, right? But he agrees with your family bank about not paying interest. But in this video, he said, and he and he and he, and he shared this. He said a lady came into his office and sit down and talked to him and said she had some money to invest, not a lot, but a lot to her, a couple thousand dollars. And she asked him, you know, what should she invest in? And, and, and Warren says, well, do you owe any interest on your credit cards? 
And she said, yeah, 18%. And he said, ma'am, he said, there's no way I can, I can get you 18%. If I were you, I would pay off that credit card. And that's a guaranteed 18% that you're going to get. And that's a true statement. Um, if you're paying 18% and now you're not paying 18%, you are making 18% on your money. The second part of that, Matt, she said that, well, my daughter has some money that she would like to invest. And, and so Warren sits there and says, well, you know what? Uh, I would tell her to loan it to you because apparently you'll pay 18% and there's no way I can, I can make her 18% going forward. So at the end of the day, uh, getting out of debt is really, really a big, big deal. And most people today, they don't think they can do it. It's, it's light at the end of the tunnel uh, and, the, and they really can't see it sometimes. But your family bank, we're able to do this to help thousands and thousands and thousands of people get out of debt and stay out of debt and create another way of buying things as they go forward in reality of retirement, being out of debt. And the average person today will pay $600,000 in interest across the, you know, across America today. What if we could put a big portion of that back in their accounts? It what we could do and show them how they can have a tremendous, a lot better retirement going forward, right? Boy, that makes all the difference in the world. And, uh, you know, you talked about Warren Buffett there. One of the things that we're going to talk about here uh, on the show today, on this inaugural episode of the Your Family Bank show, is uh, the, you know, 10 uh, financial habits of wealthy people. Of course, Warren Buffett obviously right. falls into that category. <laughs> but these are, you know, I, I think that these are good, um, good points to make, though, because you know, it's not like these are things that people do because they're wealthy. It's they're wealthy because they do these things a lot of the time. And, and when we're looking at all these points, we're going to run down here. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll jump into that because, I mean, at the end of the day, we want to give we want to give our listeners uh, and our clients a roadmap, if you will, or give them some habits of what people do become wealthy because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, money's not everything. I get that. It's real close to air. You know, you got, you got, you got to have some of it, right? Oh, yeah. it, it, it regards to good. And I tell people I've been with it and I've been without it. I like a lot better with it than I have without it. So we want to be able to provide for our, our listeners, how, you know, how to accumulate assets and how to safely do that. So let's start off with number one, first of all, set a financial goal. Um, you can't form a plan for achieving your goals until you've identified, number one, what they are. You know, it's like you don't know how to get there until you know where you're going, right? It helps to make a short and long-term financial goals, and you feel more accomplished whenever you reach a milestone, and it will encourage you to keep going because wealthy people don't get discouraged or abandon their financial plans if they make mistakes, I mean, they, they, they brush it off and, and, and take it as a lesson and, and a learning lesson and continue working toward increasing their wealth. So number one, you got to set some financial goals. Yeah. It's kind of like your GPS. You know, if you're going on a road trip, what's the very first thing you do is you put in your destination, the place you want to go where, where that, you know, goal is that you want to reach, you put that in the GPS. Well, this is kind of the same thing. Uh, you've got to know where you're going before you can can figure out how to get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And your family bank, that's one of the things that we create that and make that work. Number two, what wealthy people do. Number one, they follow a budget. Now, I, I will tell you, a budget is kind of like a diet. <laughs> you know, it tells you what you can't have, if you will. And sometimes that's not really 
uh, great because, you know, on my diet, I got to have some, you know, bluebell ice cream and some Fruit Loops once in a while <laughs> to make it work for me, right? I, I got to have that, right? But at the end of the day, you got to have a budget. It's got to be basic. It doesn't have to be. I mean, there's so many ways you can do that. You can do it on your phone today. There's all kinds of ways to do that. But it, you know, as you as you earn raises and create additional revenue streams, you want to start spending more. And and that's the that's a lifestyle that that we think we do. But try to resist that temptation of lifestyle inflation, which the more we make, the more we spend. So if you want to improve your financial circumstances. Save or invest that extra instead of spending that extra. We got to have the bit biggest car. We got to have this. Got to and having nice things is a great way of doing that. I, I get that, but you've got to create money. You got to create a budget, and you got to stay on that budget, if you will. Yeah, it's part of the process of of getting there and being able to do the things that you want to do. Especially when we're talking about you know planning for retirement, doing the things that you want to do in retirement, having the things that you want to have, buying the nice things, and and all that. Um, following that budget in the, in the meantime is, you know, the way of, it's kind of like, uh, that roadmap that, that, uh, after you put in your destination on the GPS, say, okay, here's your roadmap. Here's how we get there. You know? Yeah. And, you know, we talk about budgets and, 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 and Dave Ramsey does a lot. I mean, he, he helps a lot of people, but I understand, you know, in most cases, 90% of the people that go on Dave Ramsey's program won't do it. I won't stay on it. But it's very, very difficult, Matt. When we think about this, is is that you know, cut up all your credit cards, eat rice and beans, and don't have any fun. <laughs> you know, that's not going to last very long. I promise you, right? <laughs> yeah. So you want to be able to, to number one, have a budget, but it's got to be able to provide a fun things too. I mean, people don't, don't want to give up all their stuff that they want to do. So we, we want to take that consideration when we're sitting down with our clients to make sure we don't take fun away from them uh, in, in regards to, to what they're doing for their lifestyle. And that brings us to number three, which what's, what wealthy people do is make smart investments, really. You know what I'm saying? So wealthy people understand that they shouldn't keep all their money in a savings account, uh, especially today with the bank situation. We want to make sure we spread that. Uh, around for sure, up at least $250,000. They invest some of it, uh, you know, instead of just saving the saving account, this way the money is always working to create even more money, right? So, of course, investing only increases your wealth if you make the right investments because millionaires know how to invest in, in the, to get the biggest returns, and they also get good advice. You should take the time to learn about and understand investments before you make any investment yourself, right? So we want to make smart investments for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just kind of you know taking taking the, your money that you've that you've worked hard for your your hard earned money, your hard saved money, and kind of throwing it at the wall and seeing what sticks. You know, you can't. That's not an investment strategy. You gotta right. have uh, you gotta have that plan, and you've got to know what a smart investment is. And that and part of it too is that everybody has different financial goals and, and different, uh, objectives. And so th what might be a smart investment for one person might not be a smart investment for somebody else. Now, obviously there are investments that, that might not necessarily be smart for anybody. And of course, sure. <laughs> as the show goes on, I'm sure we'll talk about that, but, um, you know, customizing things for the individual's needs, um, is super, super important. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, you, you don't want to take a risk on all your money. You got to have some safe money for sure. Uh, but but 
you know, on the vesting side, when we're looking at the vesting side and, and making that work for our clients, we, we want to take all that consideration, right? And that brings us number four, safe for emergencies. An emergency safety net can prevent you from needing more costly alternatives such as your sudden need for cash, right? You've got to have money for emergencies, right? And in emergencies, you don't want to be forced to take early withdrawals from your retirement fund because that's going to create maybe a penalty or even taxes or take it take out a personal loan that racks up again, credit card debt we just talked about a few minutes ago, uh, and all which which extra fees that will put a dent in our budget. Try to keep three to six months living expenses in an emergency account before you focus on investing in and that's the great thing about, I think, your family bank. When we created your family bank, and it's been in existing now for over 13 years, when we created your family bank, we want to make sure that we have emergency and emotional spending. Because guess what? People are going to spend, have emergencies for sure. And number two, they're going to have emotional spending. I mean, you know, if, if you're a golfer and you're down the, you know, the, the golf shop and they got that new TaylorMade driver, that's going to, you know, you're going to hit it, you know, 30 yards further and straighter and it costs, you know, $700, uh, that's not really an emergency, but that's an emotional spin, right? And we and we, do wanna, we wanna also plan for those types of things as we go. So it's not all about just emergencies, it's about emotional spending too as we go through. Yeah, well, and which is important to have that built in because as you say, if you're really passionate about something and and there's that thing that you just have to have, um, that, uh, you know, you, th there, there is an emotional aspect there. So absolutely. You know, I think, and that goes again, back to just everybody's particular situation being different. And, you know, if somebody might be really into golf, somebody might be really into something that's uh, a cheaper hobby, you know? but it's, sure. uh, you know, it, it all depends on your, uh, you know, situation of what you are passionate about. And then you can kind of plan for that. You can have that emergency fund. You can have that emotional spend fund as well. Uh, and everybody's going to be a different different size uh, fund uh, for for that particular purpose. You know, I you know, I and Matt and, and working with clients and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of clients over the years. Here's here's what I do know. You know, some people feel like having ten thousand dollars is comfortable. Some people think it's they need twenty five, or some people need a hundred thousand. Just depends on that person's needs and what they feel comfortable with. That's not money we deal with, right? That's 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 their safe money. That's their emergency money. That's that's the money they need to do what they need to do, right? But we don't want to take any risk in that arena either. So uh, at the end of the day, we want to make sure we create that account for our clients. It's there we help them build that account for themselves and, and make sure that works for them. Uh, that brings us to number five, which is live below their means. Now, this is a toughie sometimes, right? You, you probably know you, you shouldn't live above your means, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do, right? But living uh, below them is how you grow your wealth, right? Um, you know, uh, today people do live above their means. They pay more, uh, they pay out more than they, they bring in, right? So that creates them going to credit cards, especially in today's environment today with what we went through COVID and all the things we've done and, and then inflation situation. And now the market's, you know, kind of unstable going up and down, really. Uh, so we got to, we got to be, we, we got to make sure that we take advantage of living within our means. You don't want your bills and everyday costs to eat up your entire salary. If you're spending your whole paycheck every month, you can get stuck living paycheck to paycheck instead of spending less that you can afford. So here's, here's what I'll say about that. Living below your means. Number one, 
if we can reduce your debts, if we can get your debt down, that's going to create more income and more income can be used for retirement. One of the things that your family bank does in, in, in our process is that we look at those debt, we look at those bills and some bills we can't do anything about. I get that, but most of them we can. And in most cases, we can get rid of consumer debt in the first 24 months. And, 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 and how we do it is amazing and can help the client have a better cash flow, which if we can give them a better cash flow, guess what? We, we're getting them to live below their means and creating money for wealth going forward. Yeah, you want to have more money than month not more month than money, you know, it's Absolutely. Uh, you <laughs> what it boils down to there. <laughs> you, betcha. you betcha. So one of the ways, one of the ways we could do that is number six, take advantage of benefits, not all employees take full advantage of their employee offered benefits and others might miss out on because their current employer doesn't offer them. However, aside from health insurance, employees should look at bonuses, life insurance, 401k matching, uh, maybe an HSA account, uh, and even stock purchase options that they may have through their job. Uh, you know, change, changing jobs could result in a higher salary and additional benefits. So, you know, one of the things that we do and try to help with is uh, let's look at the benefits that you have available that may help you in regards to saving for retirement and get you on the right road to make, make sure that happens, right? So we want to look at the benefits, and there's a lot of different ways. And, you, and the laws are changing all the time. They just changed the laws on the RMD, required minimum distribution. So there's all kinds of things happening out there uh, that can help you, uh, you know, accumulate more dollars, if you will, for retirement and help your family to get out of debt, right? That brings us to number seven, which is, this is a big one, uh, strategies for taxes, right? And taxes, you know, if, you know, I've asked people this question forever. Do you think taxes are going to go down, stay the same, or, or go higher? And every person I've ever talked to said they're going to go higher. So people who make a lot of money avoid paying more taxes than necessary, that's for sure. They know how to take a full advantage of deductions and work with a qualified tax preparer to ensure that they keep as much as their money as they possibly can. And that's one of the things that we find out, too, in working with, 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 with uh, you know, individuals and families and even businesses. You know, doing your taxes on your own might save you a few hundred dollars, at maybe at best, you know, if you do it yourself. But, but I could tell you this, we work with some of the finest CPAs out there, and I guarantee you they have earned their, their, their salt, earned their fees because they've saved us in so many areas of taxes. If you should go this route, make sure you understand tax laws and regulations and don't overpay your taxes because at the end of the day, you know, taxes are changing every single day, every single day. And I'm just telling you right now, uh, a qualified person is where you need to be in most cases, not all cases. But if you want to have, you know, strategies for your taxes, you need to talk to a professional to make sure that you're taking advantage of the tax code. You know, uh, I just want to, I, I want to do everything legal, but there's a lot of tax codes out there to help a lot of people today that they're not taking advantage of. Right. Yeah. So for it, sure. it's, it's very true. I mean, yeah, that that's right. We want people to um, pay what pay what they owe, obviously you want it to be, uh, as you say, you want to do everything in the in the legal way, but at the same time, you don't want to pay more than you have to, um, because it's your money. You've you've worked hard for it. You should be able to keep a absolutely as much of it uh, as you possibly can. 
you know, I've, I've asked, I've, I've made this statement many, many times and, 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 the, and said, you know, Matt, if, um, we're going to, we're, we're, we're going to start, we're going to start a, a, a farm. Right. And so we're going to start this farm and what we're going to do, we're going to go partnerships with this farm and you, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to buy our seed and we're going to go plant the seed. And the question is, do we want to pay taxes on the seed or we we'll pay taxes on the harvest? Right. And in most cases, we want to pay taxes on the seed because the more we wait, the bigger that tax bill will be. And a lot of times it makes sense to look at the tax rate down to start paying those taxes on on the seed versus the harvest and make it less tax situation in the future, not only for ourselves, but even for our our kids and our children and our grandkids, if you will. Right. So yeah. you want to be able to do that. Strategies for taxes is important for you, even though you may not think it is. It can be tremendous in regards to that. That brings us to number eight, grow passive income, right? Wealthy people look for ways to work smarter, not harder, growing passive income streams, such as dividends, uh, interest, rental, uh, royalty income that allow you to make money without taking uh, on an extra job. I mean, we call this we call this mailbox money, right? We want to create mailbox money. And I know in you, your family bank, we work with a lot of people that work in, in flipping houses and, you know, buying houses and selling houses. And we're able to really create a benefit for them going forward. But not all passive income streams are truly passive. Uh, you'll need to consider the time and effort required to start and maintain a new venture. Because sometimes flipping houses, we talk as passive income, there's a lot of work to doing that kind of stuff, right? I mean, I believe me, we've, we've done, my son does a lot of that area. So, there's a lot of work to it. You also need to invest in some assets such as stocks, bonds, and real property to create a passive income stream. And so, you know, one of the things I always talked about a lot of people as far as I remember when Mitt Romney was running for president, uh, they were saying he's only paying 15% in tax. You know, how can he do that? Well, you know, it's legal. And I tell people, do you think Mitt Romney had great people that advised him on his taxes? You betcha. And why should we be any different in regards to that? So create more passive income, and there's ways of doing that in regards to that. So we want to help our people do that if we can. Yeah, the, that mailbox money, boy, that's uh, always a good thing when you don't have to sweat yeah. over, uh, you know, making bringing in more funds every month. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> I, I like it's working 24-7, and I'm not. So that's a, that's a good way of doing <laughs> yes, it, right? Yes, absolutely. All right. So that brings us to number nine, work with financial professionals. Ta-da! That's who we are, financial professionals, right? <laughs> and that's why we're here today, to give you some great information, right? To make the most out of their, your money, right? Wealthy people work for financial advisors and other professionals. It saves them a lot more money than they spend as far as on the services. And, that, and that's true, right? Millionaires won't take financial advice from an average person. And you shouldn't either. Right. Advice. Sometimes people get advice from their family, friends is often outdated and wrong, even when they, you know, have the best intentions. And that's so true. I mean, you know, sometimes we let our coworker at work tell me what we should invest in, you know, something he did or she did. And at the end of the day, you want to make sure that uh, whatever, wherever you put your money, you want your money to be safe. You don't want to lose your money. We, we understand that. But there's calculated risk in anything that you do out there today. But you want we want to make sure that we're getting a very good, very good return back for our, our you know our effort number one to invest our money, 
But how do you do that? And which which provi- uh, financial professional is 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 good for you? Here's what I will tell you, and I and I made this statement, and you know, uh, and I and I talk about this because we are we've been in business for over thirty years, and 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 here's what I want to say to you. If your financial advisor is is advocating products to you, that's that that the interest that you're making off those products. If you're paying out more in interest that you owe than what your financial guy is bringing into you, you're probably doing it wrong, and he is too. I'm just telling you at the end of the day, I guarantee you, I can prove this over and over again, that you know, if you have debt, if you're paying debt, I promise you it's better to pay that debt off than it is to, to invest. I guarantee it going forward. We can prove that over and over again, but working with the right financial uh, professional, uh, you know, makes sense. And, and, and I found out this, they did a study, 80, I think it was 86% of financial professionals had less money than the people they were advising. I thought that was kind of cool. Right. I mean, here I am. I mean, you know, if I want to be a millionaire, I need to go to a millionaire and talk to that guy. Right. I don't want to talk to the guy that's making $30,000. I want to talk to the guy that's done it. Right. So, you know, do your due diligence, make sure you're right, you know, you're working with the right person and going forward, right? And that brings us to, gosh, number 10, make smart purchases. Buy cheaper but lower quality items and making impulsive purchases can damage your financial wealth for sure. Wealthy people buy things at last and take the time to consider large purchases before they make them. I will tell you this, and I have proven this myself. I'm telling you, a lot of times, that buying better quality is going to last a lot longer. I remember years and years ago, listen, listen to Zig Ziglar talk about buying a bicycle. And he went down to Kmart and bought a bicycle, and that bicycle wouldn't didn't last, you know, even a year. And then he, he bought a swim bike and paid much, much more, a lot more than he ever thought he would. But that bike lasted him for 15 years. It makes a difference on if you buy in quality or not in regards to that. So, you know, again, do your due diligence, make smart purchases. And just, I mean, just because something cheap doesn't make it better. And most times it doesn't make it better in regards to that, just to kind of give you an idea. Yeah. All right. That's absolutely right. You know, pay, pay for uh, what you get or you get what you pay for. I guess it works the other way around too. You pay for what you get, but yeah, it's, it's very true. You know, a lot of times uh, that, that old adage really does uh, ring true. All right, we bring to number 11, which we, we've touched on this before, paying less interest when you don't have, a, 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 you know, to use are a huge waste of money. Uh, that's for sure. You, you, you know, you can afford to pay in cash. Do it. Or we tell people, if you're going to pay cash, use your family bank. You can give your dollars two jobs. Or pay off a credit card before you use it. You know, you know Mark Cuban, which is uh, on the Shark Tank and, he owns the Dallas Mavericks and all that. He's a very, very wealthy guy. He, he you know, he's he made he made the same statement. He says, you know, pay off your credit card. You need your credit card to to do work. And I agree with that. But you know, at seven, you know, some of these people pay an 18, 19, 22 percent. Uh, you know, as soon as you pay it off, you're making that 22 percent. And he's a pretty smart guy. I mean, again, there's an agreement with what we do in our in, in our philosophy here at your family bank and, and, and first financial education centers that, that we want to give our clients the best way to succeed in retirement. And I'm telling you right now, without a doubt, 
looking at situations of paying off your home and 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 doing those things and using less credit and getting that stuff taken care of. If you need a credit card, great, but but make sure that you pay it off and not carrying a balance month to month. If you can't, and that and ladies and gentlemen, I understand that's easier said than done. But with the help of your family bank, you can do that because of what your family bank's able to do is create wealth for you, right? Yeah, and that's absolutely true because you you know if you carry in those balances, if you're getting in farther and farther in credit card debt, and I speak from experience on this in years past, especially I've you know just got in a hole of credit card debt and it was difficult to dig myself out from under because sure. that's what you're doing. You're you're digging yourself into a hole, um, and uh, you know you don't want to be there. You want to you want to be ahead, not behind. Well, I can, I can, I can, Matt, I can tell you this. Um, I have $1.4 million in personal debt. That's, you know, mortgages and all the stuff, cars and all the credit cards and all I had. 1.4 million. I had two companies. Uh, because of your family bank, because doing your family bank, I was able to pay off all my debt, $1.4 million, took two companies debt free, uh, created an unbelievable, and I'm not, I'm not being, uh, uh, really bragging or or bedocious on that side of the fence. I'm just telling you what it was able to do for me and what it does for others to show people how to get out of debt and be debt free and do that on the same dollars that you're spending right now. Because number 12 says we want to monitor your finances and work with someone who will do it for you. Well, guess what? Wealthy people don't forget about their investment portfolios or growing expenses. They constantly reassess their financial situation. This can help you catch problems early and gives you them, you know, gives them the opportunity to make changes if they need to do that. And that's what we do. We sit down with whether it's Zoom like we're doing today, uh, if you will, or, you know, on the phone or, you know, in our offices, whatever the case may be. We want to monitor that, stay in touch with you, make sure that you're doing exactly what you're doing. I heard uh, it's it's it, it. I heard uh, Warren Buffett say this today. Uh and he's, he's not a mentor, but he's, you know, to me, but, but certainly he's way wealthy than, than certainly I am. But here's what I can tell you. He says he's never seen a business go bad with great customer service. And that's, that's a great statement. Uh, there's, there's companies that you can go to that uh, Chick-fil-A, go to Chick-fil-A. I mean, that's, to me, why doesn't everybody just copy what Chick-fil-A does? Because everything Chick-fil-A's done, there's there's a circle around the building, and there'll be a, a steak and shake right across the street that's got two cars. What's the difference? I, I'm just telling you, customer service makes a huge difference. And so when we sit down with our, our clients and make sure that they're going to be able to do the things they need to do, you've got somebody there with you that's making it happen to keep that going. So monitor finances or work with someone who will do that for you. And number 13, Stay up to date on your economic conditions. Growing your wealth requires you to stay current on financial topics, interest rate, laws, regulations, stock market conditions, and can change it o- over time. We try to keep uh, our, you know, we send our newsletter to our clients. We keep them update on what the market's doing and taking care of all that situation for our clients and where close as that phone call is. And we certainly sit down with our clients at least, at least once a year and making that happen. All right, so let's bring number 14, take educated risk. Uh, it will be hard and significant to grow your wealth without taking any risk, okay? But make sure that you only take educated risk, right? Playing it safe can prevent you from making more money, that's true, while taking on too much risk can cause you to, to lose it. So, you know, uh, 
at the end of the day, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned of the return on my money is return of my money. I, 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 I think, uh, Will, somebody said that not too long ago, but here's at the end of the day, hire help when it makes sense to you. Number 15, hire help. Many people have busy schedules, sometimes with full-time job, multiple side hustles that they do sometimes. So while you could save money by really building that deck yourself, consider whether it's your time to really worth it. And I, I understand building a deck may be important. And Lord knows I couldn't even do it. But think about today on your own time. People can become so hung up on saving money and creating sweat equity that they fail to realize that they could have come out a lot way ahead doing something else if they paid someone else to do that task at hand. Unless it's labor of love, and it may be restoring a car or something like that, if you're paying less than you can uh, earn that each hour, it may be worth to buy their labor and put them in force. So at the end of the day, you may want to look at that. So we're talking about things that wealthy people have done right in in regards to that so matt uh i know i know we're getting close to time here a little bit today but but i wanted to, i wanted to go over these areas and kind of give an overview on our kind of on our first podcast that hey man um we we do great things for our clients we can we can help people uh we're good at what we do i, I know i don't look smart but i am <laughs> i can tell you that we got a lot of wisdom and a lot of experience on what we do so let me turn it back to you for a second yeah no it that's that's great and i'm um i'm glad to be a part of the show i'm glad that we got our first one just about in the books here a few more few more minutes to go but yeah i mean uh, this is fantastic and uh, I, I love the fact that we bring in, even in this this first episode, so much wisdom from other folks because you are you are a smart guy and you and you look pretty smart to me there, Larry. I'm just gonna yeah. tell you, you look pretty smart to me. Well, um, it's just because I have to look at this face in the mirror all the time, probably. Right. That's right. But uh, <laughs> but um, no, it's great, and and I I feel like you know knowledge is power, and I feel like that's a big sure. part of this show and a big part of what you do at your family bank as well. Yeah, I mean, first financial education centers is is our company. Your family bank is 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 part of your first financial education centers, but we've been educating clients for years and years and years through either, you know, uh, webinars like this, um, seminars. We, I mean, you, you got to educate clients, and people need to know there is a place they can go get education and find out. So that's what we do today. We try to keep up with that, uh, and, and and we look at history too. And one of the things we were going to talk about today too on this last segment really kind of is a lost decade right how it devastated millions of americans in the retirement plans because sometimes we forget about that right and the term lost decade is often used to refer to the period between you know january 1st 2000 and december uh, 31st 2009 and that's right that is the reason we family bank it because of that situation and helping people get out of, to, out of debt, during which the stock market experienced significant downturn. Here's some statistics about that period. The S&P 500, which, you know, which is an index of 500 large cap stocks, had a negative return of 9.1 over that course of that decade. You know, uh, and if you look at it year by year, uh, you know, from 2000 to 2009, 
we had some really good, we had some down years of, you know, 2000 was not down 9%, 2001 down 11, 2002 down 22. Then 2003, man, we hit, we came back 28%. In 2004, we made 10%. In 2005, 4.9. In 2006, did really good at 15.8. And 2007 was was 5.5. But boy, we got hit in 2008 with a drop of 37%. Even 2009 came back with 26. But you know what we what we tell people is that no one's got a crystal ball, ladies and gentlemen. We don't have one. You don't have one. No one's out there's got that crystal ball. But what we can do, we want to help you protect you know, our clients from what we call a sequence of return risk, if you will. Einstein once called compound interest the eighth wonder of the world. But it's important to remember that the compound interest that works for you and against you, right? I mean, you know, you either, you're either paying interest or you're even earning interest. And we want to make sure as we go through that we're helping our clients earn interest. So please consider Number one, schedule a free consultation with us. Uh, we can help, you know, we can help you implement a plan that allows you to maybe capture stock market gains uh, without risking the stock market risk, if you will. You can visit our website, yourfamilybank.org, and you can book an appointment there with us and find some more. Or you can give us a call. And let me give you let me give you give me our number. Our number here is 904 950 950-9555. That's 904-950-9555. And give us a call here uh, at our offices. That'd be great. We provide these comprehensive consultations at no cost to you, to our listeners, and there's no obligation. You only work with us if it it makes sense to you, right? We will discover exactly how much you're paying in fees and help you uh, maybe cut some of those unnecessary costs out of your fees in your IRA and 401k. We can help you in that area. We can also help you with Social Security planning, Medicare. We'll compare, you know, what your current situation is and what is possible. Here, we'll give you, a, here's where you're at today, here's where you can be, and you make decision if, if, if we move forward in regards to that. So, you know, remember one thing, it's your money. And if it matters to you, it matters to us. But remember, it is your mo- money today. So what do most people do? Stop trying to time the market. <laughs> Why planning and investing now could be the best option for long-term returns. If you look at the two decades period from 2001 to 2020, you know, the final results on $2,000 annual investment for retirement under the different scenarios. What are those different scenarios, right? Okay. So perfect timing, your account would have been worth $151,000. Invested immediately, it would have been worth $135,000. Dollar cost averaging, 134,000. If you did buy bad timing, it would have been worth 121,000. But if you stood stayed in cash, get this, you only had 44,000. <laughs> so it makes sense to put your money to work, right? And so if we take a look at that, again, contact us here at 904-940-9555, our office number here, 940-9555, area code 904 because we're here in, in St. Augustine, Florida, uh, and, and but we can help you in anywhere, right? Uh, to schedule a complimentary consultation today, we can craft a plan, give you a roadmap and situations, and discuss your needs and give you everything that we feel that will get you on the road to be successful uh, going forward, right? Yeah, so, Matt? 
Absolutely. And I think that's a great way to uh, to kind of you know start wrapping things up here on the very first episode of the Your Family Bank Show. Yeah, because, you know, if you <laughs> I love that that sort of illustration there about timing not being everything. And if you stay in cash, if you put that money under the mattress, it's not doing any work for you. You've worked really hard for it, but it's not doing any work for you if you put it under the mattress or leave it in your you know savings account or whatever. Um, and it gets that that minuscule, uh, you know, interest rate that you might have on a, on a savings account in a traditional bank. Um, you can really put that money to work for you. Uh, if you know those strategies and the way to do that, the way to learn is by getting in touch with your family bank. And you, again, go to yourfamilybank.org or you can call that number 904-940-9555. And uh, it's easy, absolutely free consultation and they'll, they'll take care of you. And if you find out, you know, that you don't want to work together, then that's fine. It's no pressure, no obligation, as we say, but it's absolutely free. Um, I think you're going to learn a lot when you do that. And, um, and hopefully you will. I, I think that, that, uh, that's a great thing that you offer to folks. Uh, and then, uh, you know, as I say, knowledge is power and then hopefully they take that knowledge and run with it. Yeah. You know, I, you know, here's, I'll, I'll ladies and gentlemen, I'll give you a high pressure sales pitch right now. I'm going to give it to you up front. So you'll, you'll know what it is, right? Would you like our help or not? I mean, that's, that's our high pressure, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to give a before and after you decide if it makes sense with you and, and move forward. Here's what I'll tell people. Uh, if we put the, you know, we'll put a plan together, not too long, not too short, not too hot, not too cold. If it's in all your comfort levels, if you will, if there's a cost, you're okay with that, but it puts you in a lot better financial situation. Would you make some changes if it made sense to you? And I'm not talking about, you know, $10 benefits here. We're talking about thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars of benefits. But my point to you is that, you know, take a look. We've got a track record. Check out yourfamilybank.org. Uh, give our office a call. Uh, we're, we're available here to help you. Uh, we, we're not here 24-7. We're business hours. <laughs> we don't work on the weekends. My wife wants me home on the weekends. But we can help you in any way that we possibly can. I appreciate uh, today, Matt, thank you, buddy. I appreciate your help today, and you did a great job. And uh, we're excited about our first podcast. I'm excited about it. I am excited about it, too. And I look forward to many, many more, Larry. Thank you. All right, buddy. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. You deserve to work with a financial expert who has a track record of helping clients exceed their financial goals by implementing safe and proven strategies. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Larry, visit yourfamilybank.org. Not affiliated with the United States government, the agent does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of their respective owners. Amerilife is assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or of the results obtained from the use of this information.